0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Good morning. This is the Lois J. Wetzel Show, and I'm your host and executive producer, Lois Wetzel, coming to you live this morning from Houston, Texas at 9 a.m. Central Time. I want to remind you to register for Blog Talk Radio. It's free, and if you do that, you can rate my show, mark it as a favorite, or get reminders of upcoming shows. My call-in number is 347-945-5309. You can call and listen on your phone, or you can call us using Skype. Also, I offer a free email newsletter about metaphysics and spirituality, the coming changes and the kinds of things that we talk about here on this show, and I've been sending that out for free for 12 years to sign up for that. You would go to hotpinklotus.com, and of course I don't ever share your email addresses with anyone. We have a very fascinating show for you today. Our guest is Sky Peterson, who has a very fascinating story to tell us about her experiences with um as she as she has put it I'm a celestial light carrier since 94 I've been communicating with a consciousness that incorporates the classic Tolkan Mayan calendar as an ascension pathway Sky are you there
0: I am good morning
1: Good morning and you're calling in from Washington state Wow, so it's early there. It's like 7 a.m. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Bless you for getting up.
0: <laughs> well, it's all right. I, I get up early anyway.
1: Well, can you tell us a little bit more about what it means to be a celestial light carrier and how how you've been involved with the Zulkin calendar and the orbs? and Tell us your story. How did this happen?
0: It began in... Um, 1994 I had um I've lived on a Indian reservation for about 30 years and you know so the spiritual world I'd been involved with for quite a few years and all of a sudden I had a real impulse to um start channeling as they call it and I was pretty leery and I had a friend of mine make me up some flower essences um to help me along, or so I thought, and so I just began some automatic writing um, My life instantly really changed um they began um with uh, talking to me about some things in my personal life. They did that for about three months where it was pretty much just getting comfortable with the process, and then They began to... Two things happened at the same time. I um, found a a Soul King calendar given to me, and the same time they started to deliver a light language, which was a process that went on for 12 years, and at the same time I began to travel and teach what was going on. Um, The Soul calendar was really an interesting experience at the time i began i knew nothing about it i didn't know what it was i'd heard a few things about the mayan calendar back in 94 i went into a local bookstore and they had a few of them um sitting on the checkout counter there and so i looked at it and i noticed that and i believe it was it had the Probably be in June. I'm looking at this calendar, and it looks like it's over in July. So I'm thinking, you know, why, why get a calendar that's only good for less than a month? And so, um, the lady I was talking to at the bookstore said, "Sky, you really need one of these. Why don't you just take it home with you?" And so I did. It happened to be a dream spell calendar, and so I began learning about it and early in those days there was still quite a few quite a bit of um, discord between the dream spell people and the classic Mayan calendar people and so I thought oh great you know (laughs) what what am I getting into and so I just they began to show me how to use the calendar as a map At the same time, they started to, when I was doing healing sessions on people, they began to show me how this language worked because um, coming from a native culture, we did a lot of shamanic type energy work. And so I'd be working on somebody and all of a sudden this language would pop into my mind and what used to take an hour would now take you know, a matter of seconds to accomplish the same amount of work, and so the learning curve became rather steep um, It wasn't very long into this process where they began to talk to me about the differences between the dream spell, which is a channeled version of the soul keen, and the classic count and so they um I don't know how to say this. They began to lean towards the classic count, and so I I switched directions a little bit and started to learn about the classic count. And we used that as the map. They also at one point braided both of the calendars so they work in harmony because we, um, myself and the people that I taught, we really tracked the energies of the Soul King calendar, which is basically an energy flavor every day of the year. And the synchronicities and the learnings and the understandings that came by just being aware of what that daily energy was, and then into the portal days and learning how to work with portals and into the core days, and we all did, uh, we all gathered on what we called the crack between the worlds, which is the exact center of the calendar. And so it began to teach us. And so a, a group of people that I was teaching, we all shared experiences back and forth, and we began to see the common thread. And so we be, we began to learn like this. I have to say this experience has been one of the most challenging experiences I had no idea in the beginning or i would have ran the other way as fast as i could go
1: i hear that
0: yeah um so you know uh the information that came through in the channeling they would always mm, speak of the processes we were going through i never knew what i was going through at the time it was going on i never knew ahead of time and <clears throat> i've had some um <laughs> hissy fits, <laughs> over that fact a few times over these 17 years. Um, the whole teaching, whether it came from the calendar, which braided with this consciousness, it's, it's, they used to talk about it would be similar to having a vehicle, but without the gas, it's just a vehicle. Mm -hmm. And so the consciousness that I worked with was the gas. It gave the calendar a momentum to become a healing tool. They began to speak to us, and a lot of my healing work, all of a sudden I was working in these holographic fields and with holographic cells, and they talked for a solid year. We went through healing processes where we... hmm, Worked with parallel cells, and what they parallel said,
1: cells, s e l v e s. Yes.
0: That okay. Yes, and they also sometimes spell it c e l l the parallel cells learning was really the energy was really intense with it. It was one of the steepest learns I think I've ever gone through in this process, and. What they did is they, they would speak of dark energy, and as a consciousness, they understand all patterns. And so whatever pattern was going on with a parallel self, they would offer healing there. And there never was a uh, an, um, there never was a nudge to do like a spiritual battle. They talked about overcoming, or and that isn't the the appropriate word, darkness, but they did it through education and through choice, so where those dark energies would have a choice to evolve because a lot of times they didn't realize they could even evolve. Mm-hmm. And so we went through a time period where we everybody was just doing a lot of work with those aspects. Then they moved us into... Some holographic realms we started working with some archetypal patterns and so the mayan calendar was the foundation for those experiences we went through um you know there's a lot of technology and talk about rounds and baktuns and all the terminologies that go with it they weren't they didn't really have a I mean, we paid attention to those things, but it wasn't critical that we could sit and talk the technology of it. We were in the experience and the literal working capacity of the calendar. And so after the third year, um, what, how we worked with that, when they talk about braiding, um, this consciousness <laughs> affectionately calls itself woo, woo. And in the beginning, when I asked them what they wanted me to call them, they said, well, how about woo? And they were kind of laughing. And I said, you're kidding, right? And I, said, you're I, know, and I said, you're not going to make me call it woo-woo. I know. what I said, you're not going to make me call it woo. And they and they just started laughing. And they said, yes. And they're excellent at instantly finding this discordance in your patterns and so right away they start with you know he, a lot of us in the light worker realm already crack jokes about you know the woo woo of how all this can be and so uh, it it is woo and so to braid woo with the Mayan calendar for a period of three Mayan years. Um, we worked with every daily energy, and we, what we would call, um, their their healing prayers. They're a series of healing prayers and pattern adjustments. Um, we would work with whatever the daily flavor was in the calendar, and so then it would send a holographic type healing into our dimensional cells to offer healing and education. They talked a lot about um, humanity is here experiencing the choice, simply put, to either choose to thrive or to continue to struggle to survive. Hmm. And so... What has happened through all this is I've um, map-carved through a lot of human experiences that I have to say sometimes were a little volatile um, into some dark dungeons of the worldly experience in order to spread this frequency. And so we become, through this work that we've done we become portals for this type of life um, to anchor itself in this Earth realm. We are portal. We become instruments as portals. We also automatically adjust Earth portals just by our presence. Our presence has come to adjust patterns within people. In the early days, they called it vectoring, and they would talk about, uh, we would vector frequency through our voice and through our eyes and through our auric fields, um, verbal, visual, and it seems like there was another one that started with a V, and so, you know, as the information came through, we all just kind of said, hmm, that's really interesting and we'll see, and then we would be provided with experiences that would teach us through experience what they had been sharing with us. And so it's been a challenge to move forward with this. Trust is like not a small word in this process. Uh, we don't use the calendar anymore. We, have, we become the foundation. We become those Daily energy words and those energies continue to work with us, and it we've all just kind of become a I don't what would you say? An interwoven they used to call it a tapestry, and they would call us the masterpieces. And so, hmm. I work with a language, um, I still work with a language, and in 2005, I had no idea, even though they shared with me in 2004, in November, that I was going to begin to see orbs, and so I just, you know, filed it on the shelf and said, hmm, we'll see. It took a year for them to show up, and by I had totally forgotten, and so... At that time I um, was still at home in Alaska and it was March and I was out on a beach um, taking photographs. And at that time I thought (laughs) I was going to begin a business, um, a photography business up there, because I knew where the portals were and the energy there is so incredible and I really wanted to share that with people. So I was, I thought I was going to begin a photography type business where I could bring people in and we could share those experiences. So I was going around to a lot of these places that had the portals and I was taking pictures trying to capture the energy and the, wherever the energy is, these places are so beautiful. And so I thought I was trying to capture that and so I'm on the beach and I'm taking these pictures and all of a sudden these really colorful orbs showed up and I could see them with my naked eye although they were a lot smaller than what I was viewing in the camera and I remember that first day my hands were so cold and here was this phenomena happening right before my eyes and I just kept shooting the very first set of i i believe there were over 300 photos in that first shoot they came in on rays of light that really looked like lens flare and i wasn't really i mean i was focusing on the energy of what of what i was trying to shoot and so i wasn't paying a whole lot of attention and so as I looked back in the pictures and watched how it began, they they came in in a straight line. Um, quite a, few, I bet there was uh, maybe twelve or thirteen, which is a Mayan auspicious number. They were lined up in a row, and as I continued to take pictures, they began to separate. And what? Um, At one point, there were five pictures in a row that looked like, I would say, a youthful Buddha, a Buddha boy, a a Buddha child. There was a picture, um, first he was sitting along beside a rock, and then the next picture he had his hand raised up as if he was waving. The next picture, the hand was kind of going down. The next picture, he had a... it would look like, it reminded me of the old-time spacesuits. He had like a helmet on, and then it just disappeared. And then they, um, gosh, I'm trying to think if they, um, what else did they show in the early days? They—it's Every time I showed up to take pictures, they would show me something different. And the first day that I... Uh, I, when I left the beach, I knew there was something really—I don't—I still don't even know how to describe it. I had the pictures printed off, and I was so stunned. I had like 300 of these photos, and I had no idea what was going on. It took me a while to figure out it that the language had become visible in my photography. Okay, I need uh,
1: to stop you and ask a couple of questions. Go ahead. These were the first orbs you'd ever seen, right? Um, you'd not seen other
0: people's photographs of orbs? No, but for okay. some reason I knew what they were. I had okay. seen no photography. I I believe I don't believe that I had read anything. N- nothing. Okay. Let me go back
1: to what you were saying earlier in case people don't understand what exactly you mean. Sure. Um, a language of light, can you define that a little bit? Maybe you can't. I know it's really hard when you're starting, it is. working with new technology, and this is spiritual technology, in case
0: people don't know what that is. It's, it's, it's so hard to describe. Okay. And it, even so, the language itself taught us through experience. And how I finally realized that... This and, and I had no idea it was literally a light language. I might insert here that in hindsight, and we had no idea this was happening while we were still doing the work with the calendar daily energies and with the light language every day. And that little process would, depending on which level we were working with, the, the last level took 45 minutes complete and so we were in that energy for 45 minutes every day all of us were we had no idea we were calling this frequency to earth um sometimes in the channeling they would talk about it but i was under the assumption in those days that they were just talking about the language of light which is an experience Mm -hmm. and it was in they said they were called by an angelic language. And in the first layer of language that came through, uh, the healing prayer words we call recipes. And so we had a recipe, an angelic recipe, that was in the beginning layer. And it was that recipe that called them here. We had no idea that that process was going on. In the beginning, when they first began to show up, I thought that they were just frequencies that lived in these portals that I was trying to photograph, you know, take pictures of. And so Mm -hmm. I thought it was the land or elementals, which they are part of. This language has a lot of elemental ability. It also works in the realms of the mythological creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like every year, we had a full year of working with fairy energy. We had another year of working with dragon energy all year. There's a unicorn, There was a unicorn year, etc. And so we become familiar with those realms by the experience in working with them. And so this language has healed those realms and... Is bringing them into this dimension, and it it is astounding how and I never know when this energy is coming. But to bump into the sometimes fairies show up in the photography and I and in the videos, um, the dragon experiences have been beyond beyond heart connecting. It's so incredible, and so. In those days when I didn't really understand what was going on, and I'm still on a steep learning curve, in those days, I thought it was a separate thing, and one day when I was out taking pictures, they kind of, you know, impulsed on me that they showed me, uh, it's so hard to explain. In working with the language all these years, you become familiar with how it works, you Feel how it works. It teaches you through experiences. And so there was a, oh, a sequence of photography that came through. And I immediately knew that's the same way the, the words work. And then they implanted the thought that it is the same thing. And I had no idea. And I had to sit down for a while and then I started watching it from the stance of what I knew about the language, and it's it's been so amazing. And so what began to happen is every time I went out to take pictures, they would show me something new. And it, it was like a feeling of Christmas. Every time I'd go take pictures, I had no idea what was going to show up. In the early days, I had two cameras that I used, and it was quite common for the viewing screen on the camera to just go black. And so I knew I was taking pictures of them, but I could not see the process while it was going on unless they were visible, which (laughs) that's always been quite an experience when I see them with my physical eyes. Mm -hmm. Any questions?
1: Yeah, I have a couple of questions. One of them is, Excuse me. You were talking earlier about the flavor of each day, mm-hmm. and um, I'm thinking that you're talking about what what we've uh, many of us have experienced with looking up, say for example, what the particular Mayan signature for a yes. day like your birthday, like I'm yes. Galactic Blue Hand. Yes. So you would get certain. Um, Frequencies or information about that energy signature, like whatever, there's there's some that are dog and that sort yes. of thing, right? Yes. Okay, so that's what you're talking about, the flavor yes. of the day. Okay. Yes, so the energy other, signature. They, they've here's, delivered
0: here's here. their, excuse me?
1: Yeah, I was going to say one other thing that sure. I want to be sure and get in, that anybody who's had the experience of having information downloaded has had the experience of receiving light language. It's downloaded in packets of yes. light, whether yes. you're aware of it or not, whether you're yes. awake or not. When you get something downloaded and you realize you know something you didn't know before, you have received yes. light language
0: packets. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. They used to speak of the light packets, um, and they would speak often about as we offered education and healing to our parallel cells that as more of them came on board, we began to build our own knowledge pool. Mm-hmm. And they said that no matter what situation you're in, because this stuff has strung me as tight as I can go sometimes. I'm pedaling as fast as I can. And there's been times where I've been in situations and sometimes life and death situations where I had no idea what to do, and all of a sudden I'm doing something that um, well i don't Here was, there's there a couple of experiences come to mind drawing from the knowledge pool. There was one year in Alaska where i um helped some friends that had a bear camp way out on a remote island, and they needed somebody to take care of their place while they went to Nebraska to take care of her father. So I said, all right, I, because I love the wilderness. And so I took care of their place over the winter. It was so brutally cold in Alaska that year. And at one point, the oil stove, um, whatever happened to it, it wasn't working. And so I had to go out into the woods, And I had to cut a tree down, or I would have froze to death. And so it turns out that you can burn black birch green. I had no idea. I just knew I needed to cut this small tree down. And so it saved my life. I had no idea. There was also at this place, because it was so remote, they had these huge generators that were almost the size of a Volkswagen bus. I had no idea about a generator. These things were so big. I was unnerving to even touch them. I had to turn them on and turn them off every night to bring electricity in the house to take care of what I needed to do in there for a time in the evening. And so by the time I left there, I could change oil in these generators. I had no idea about generators. While I was still on Kodiak Island, I also was so, offered a...
1: So, Guy, what you're saying is that you got information from parallel lifetimes that you have.
0: Yes. That already knew cells, how to do it.
1: Who already it, knew how to do this, and so then you you mind what Cryon calls it is mining the akash. Uh, In other words, your other lifetimes have information and knowledge that you can tap into. Yes. Okay, got and, it.
0: And it was an, it, such an interesting process because it isn't like I had to sit down and go into ceremony or dial it up or say, okay, I need something from the knowledge pool. It was just there. It happened again. Because you'd already
1: done the work.
0: Because of the work. And I had no idea that's what it was going to offer. I was also offered a job at the hospital. There's one hospital in Kodiak, and I was offered a job in HR. I'd done a lot of um, administrative-type work over the years, but I had never done HR. The lady actually hired me because I knew feng shui. (laughs)
1: that's alaska and so here
0: i am in an hr department and just hitting the ground running every day and not knowing what i was doing but they every time i needed information it was there to make that long story short my boss didn't really know how to run the department either she was um probably after four months into the job she was fired and so then I had to do the director of human resources for this hospital. I didn't know what I was doing. And so everything that came up, the information was just there. Mm-hmm. And once I, realized, cause once I realized it was happening, because I was pretty stressed out, and once I realized it was there, I relaxed into it, and it was amazing what was accomplished. And so the learning through all of this has been through experience. It's been really exciting, and the photography, that, the frequencies that show up, I'm still astounded, and it's so magical. When um, you spoke of the calendar birthdays, and what we have found is our Gregorian birthday is one thing, and we've celebrated it the way we do Forever, but when your Mayan birthday comes around, expect delicious. And so we always pay attention to our Mayan birthdays, and we always counted the dream spell birthday as well as the the classic count birthday. So we had two birthdays that we worked with over the years. What I have found, and this is not negating the dream spell calendar. It's just that woo is an ancient frequency that is also from the future, and they chose to work with the ancient classic count. And so what we all recognize through the experience is when that classic count birthday came around, amazing things would happen, phenomenal things. We would It's like the universe would just reach through and just, touch us in our heart the most hmm, memorable
1: how do you know know when it is your mayan birthday how would people go to where would you go to find that out are there any websites that calculate Yes, there
0: there are and um what would they put into a search engine if they wanted to google it is it john calaman i know he has a site because there's two kinds of sites the sites that do the dream spell count signatures and the sites that do the classic counts and you don't run into sites that do both they're all kind of on the fence, one fence or another. it seems like mm-hmm. um, I, you could search classic Count off the top of i haven't been in one of the sites for quite a while off the top of my head because I, mm-hmm. I know there're going to be people just jumping up and
1: down it's so, I highly boat.
0: encourage it's worth a search. Search classic Count Maya mm-hmm. John Callman has a site. who else does it? Of
1: C-A-L-L-E-M-A-N, Calumon, John.
0: Yes, yes. Um, on my classic count birthday, I happened to be back in Montana, which is where I was born and raised. We spent uh, a year there. We, we came down from Alaska and did a lot of presentations for quite a while. And so happened to be my, which is also... Um, Ball. It was... Uh, I'm going to share this, and I hope I don't confuse anybody. In the, in the mind calendar, if you were born near midnight, you very well can be the sign before what will show up on these computer-generated... Signat- that show you your signature. And so for me personally... I have, I was born 11 minutes after midnight, and so it affects me like that. And so eek, or wind, applies to me as well as akbal, which is night. And so this happened to be the night in between those two dates. And so I'd gone about my day. I can't even remember what we did. Um, night came. I'm getting ready for bed. I get into my bed, and I... Turned the light out, and I was laying there, and all of a sudden, all these images in my photography that I was comfortable enough within my photography because I'd taken—I believe I have almost two hundred thousand pictures cataloged at this point—so I was totally comfortable with that. They came in through my bedroom window in a line, almost. It reminded me of a parade, and their energy—they were so happy, and their energy was so happy, and they just kind of filed in my bedroom window above my bed in the pitch black dark. And I, it hit me so hard that, okay, I'm, I'm used to them showing up in my photography. I am not used to them showing up in my bedroom at night. And it startled me. And the instant it startled me, they filed back out the bedroom window the exact way they came in. I didn't realize at that point it was my Mayan birthday. Mm -hmm. And so the next day, I was really gauging my reaction because that's, we constantly, through this process, we constantly recognize opportunities to release, and we release through our breath. This energy works through our breath, and we, through taking just a couple breaths, we're able to release whole patterns, and then it goes holographically once we have all this anchored, and it just instantly goes through all our parallel cells, etc. And so the next day, I spent some time thinking back to when I was young, and I was so afraid of the dark because I would see these orbs at night. And, of course, I'd talk to my mom about it, and she would always say, oh, it's nothing, or let's just leave the light on, and all those kind of things. And so here I have this, and I happened to be in Montana where I grew up, So the next day I did a little bit of breath work and released some of those childhood fears because when you're on to a pattern, they have their way of just um, putting those instances like right in front of you so you can deal with it. So the next night when darkness came, I was a little nervous about if they were going to show up again because it was still my birthday. It was the Ackball day. And so I was a little nervous to turn the lights out. And I had done my release work, and I trusted implicitly. So I turned the light out, and about twenty minutes later, in they came again. They were coming; they came in almost like they were tiptoeing, <laughs> and they—they, um, they, I guess I could say, hoovered over my bed for a while. And, and pretty soon, I was just out, and wherever I w- went into the dream time, um, I've seen them. Many so they times. floated
1: above your bed. And
0: yes, and,
1: and yeah, and then, Sky, they sucked you up and took you away with them for a while. I bet you anything.
0: Well, what I didn't know then that I know now is that what they they are an ascension path, and how they how they affect you is if you watch the video that I made, or if you're looking at the photography and I make collages with them. They're called pods and they're pretty phenomenal experiences themselves. What I didn't know then is that how they work with you, they they will touch you and if you if when their energy touches you, you know it. It is not anything you can call on demand. Um and that you're so downloaded with the light packets, all of it, in the blink of an eye. You have no doubt you've been touched. What that touching does is it begins, the frequency begins to work with you in connecting you to your stellar home, your celestial home, wherever it is that you come from. And so as they work with you, and I had no idea that this is what happened at the time they showed up in my bedroom at my birthday party. <laughs> they, you begin, they're a portal that you travel through when you go to sleep, and your sleep becomes so profound and so deep, and so you go home, and you're able to anchor into your gifts that you have to bring back to earth for this auspicious timing we're in. Uh, and you begin to develop your gifts because that's your contribution to help this planet ascend, to help humanity ascend. Mm -hmm. And so there's all kinds of levels that you work with with your home frequency. And when you wake up in the morning, you can really tell you've been home. You've been that nurturance that we all long for that connection to home begins to orchestrate your life and it's like you it's like you go home and you make that anch- that seeding that anchoring and then you begin to vector your frequencies from your home as we begin to build a knowledge pool here on earth to help everything and everybody evolve because we're at such a critical, critical point. There are, there are times where sometimes I think it's just too tall of an order. When you, you know, if you make the mistake of watching TV or even here getting out into our community and just seeing the consciousness, or I should say lack of it. Is but that's just an illusion.
1: What's really, and, and I know it's easy for everybody to get discouraged, but Things have already happened on the inner planes Mm -hmm. that we're not seeing just yet. And so I would encourage everyone to know that things are shifting, whether they appear to be or not. And it's like stuff coming up in a boil to be released. A lot of the stuff you see on Earth is just being released. Yes. Do you want to know what today is? Or do you already uh, know?
0: It's an an ish day, I believe, which is the shaman or the...
1: What this one I'm I'm looking at tor- uh, tortuga.com yeah. forward slash e n g forward slash decode forward slash find kin, findkin, f i n d k i n dot c h p and yeah. it says that today is ken twenty
0: two white solar wind and and so you're looking at a dream a site that follows the dream spell. And okay. I negate, the, I do not negate the dream spell. It's a force oh. of its own. And oh, so as enough. it would be a, a wind day, it's also in the classic count, it's 13 jaguar, which is really? I-X. Uh-huh. And so what that means, so there's always going to be a different date between the dream spell and the classic. And the reason is, is because they're following two different cycles. The dream spell is a channeled cycle that isn't here yet. In the year 2012, they will be in the same round. The days will be the same. You could say there's a celestial braiding with a classic count and a dream spell going on is what my information has been. And when you speak of the change of consciousness, that's part of the reason. Those Those two trackings of time will be in the same groove.
1: So, do you know where people can go to find uh cuz I'm looking on the internet as we're talking for a place to send people to do to find that send Yeah, let to me know your classic birthday is.
0: Let me see um, There's um there I'll spell this for you www.mayan, and I'm not sure if it's magic or not dot com and you'll go into the Soul Keen. Um, they have a good site. Um, I know I have some other sites saved, but um, there is a difference between the dream spell and the classic, just so people know. And it used to be their egos were quite involved. It seems like everybody's settled down a bit, But um, I'm looking, too, on here to see. I know I have a file with some good sites in there.
1: Okay. So I'm watching it load, and it's taking its time because it seems to be very, very complicated, um, the website yeah. thing. Yeah. So I'm seeing pages like Learning Lab and Info Center and My Insights, Daily Zolkin. Is that Zolkeen? Is that the pro- correct word? Yeah, pronounced Zolkeen. Soul Keen. Yes. That sounds kind of like good words in English, soul and keen.
0: You know, Aluna Joy, um, Yak Keen, has an awesome site too. And I, what is her one, um, heart? Gosh. If you, um, Aluna Joy, I believe, I think she might be in Sedona these days. I can't say enough good things about her. Information. Her last name is spelt Y A X, apostrophe K I N. That is uh, a resource.
1: Okay, here it is. I've clicked on for the galactic tone for the day. Uh, on this one, it says uh, thirteen ascension, Mayan sun signs, Jaguar, Balam, Ish. Mhm. So. Yeah. I wonder and that's, if there's one on here where people can go and find out what their birthday is and then determine when um, their birthday is every year. Yeah,
0: it's so valuable to know. And one thing you have to understand is the Sol King calendar is 260 days versus our Gregorian, which is 365. And so your birth, your Mayan birthday is not going to be on the same day every year. Right because you're only working with two hundred and sixty days. I um have if you I have a program on my desktop, it's called Maya Onyx M A Y A O N I C S and it's just a little program that you can click on every day and it shows um, the long count on there, it shows the Soul Keen Day. It's really a, a great little program. And you can also, um, it'll show you what the energy is for the day, but you can also, they always have a little calculator on there and you put your birth date in there and it'll bring it up. They're really simple to use. But, and, and I would encourage people to find out what your dream spell signature is as well as your classic count. And in the dream spell, um, Jose did a a brilliant job in describing the daily energy in more of a mm, celestial or a light worker type language, and the classic count, the description of their days is pretty basic, pretty the Mayan flavor of how they look at the world. To understand both um, definitions, is it, it will tell you who you are. In the Mayan count, they have, um, po- they call them poems about your birth date. And they'll, they pretty much tell you who you are and what is important to you. And they don't make any sense for the most part the first few times you read them. The more you say that poem... To yourself the more you align with that energy it's, it's fascinating you don't see that in the Mayan mm, information they offer that comes from the dream spell a lot to be learned from both is what I would share from my experiences and in 2012 they do braid I think that's really exciting
1: so here's another website and it's uh, Calumon's website Mm-hmm. maya-portal.net, mm-hmm. that's M-A-Y-A-P-O-R-T-A-L.net,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's got a lot of stuff on it.
0: He's got a beautiful site, and, and his presentation of the classic count is, it, it's incredible. He did it such a, it's a beautiful site with lots of information.
1: So, um, where did you get your uh, calculator? You know, you know
0: I, I believe I one of the classic. It's it. I it's only available for the classic count, so it had to be from one of the classic count sites. You may be able to search Maya Onyx, and I would wonder if something came up would come up that way. It's a great little. Um, it's a great little tool. So actually um actually it's a it's tool there's a a little button on the um, calculator that says internet, so I p- clicked it, and it is the it's on the Calaman site somewhere
1: okay,
0: and his uh what you you gave his web address uh-huh. and so you should it's called Maya Onyx, so I would just look for a little program he has on there if it's still there. And i would hope so and it's it's such a it's a great tool
1: so spell maya onyx for us is it all one word m a
0: y a o n i c s all one word okay and so um it says internet resources it says c k marketing internet sites and then it says john k o s t u r a and his email address is jk at the number two near, N E A R dot com. You could contact him. And the other, um, it says Mayonix website. So I'm guessing that Mayonix might be a, um, one of Kalaman's terminologies. Mm hmm. He offers so much information. So. Yeah,
1: it's a really. I'm looking at this website. Yeah, absolutely chock full of stuff. It's like, it was and an
0: I be- I believe oh. that's the site where once you click on what the daily energy is, he has a great reading for the number of the day and the flavor of the day, because you'll always be dealing with both. Okay. The the. The Soul King calendar, whether you learn Dream Spell and or Classic, there's a ton of information. And in the beginning, what's really common for people is you go into overwhelm. There's just so much to grab and you're, you, And you, it's just almost too much. You'll get into an overload point. That's the point where it clicks in and it all, all of a sudden it all starts making sense. So don't give up. It's such an intriguing, powerful Calendar and it makes me laugh when I think back to how I ended up with one in my hand. Yeah, this is all.
1: We could probably talk here for three or four hours, you know. Yeah. I've got you know almost everything you say is bringing up questions for me. Um. So, tell me more about your orb photography and where can people go to see it.
0: Where, I um, I have a website that I'm working on, um, which would be www.pearlysky, which is a name they gave me. I had really no idea what that was about. I also would like to share, and this is new for me, so I'm still kind of in a little bit of awe about it. When I take pictures, they pretty much move my hand where I need to be clicking, One day I was way out in the woods, and I had been clicking for maybe a half an hour, and all of a sudden the camera is turned around, and it's pointed at my hair. And I'm just going, this is wild, but, you know, that's the way it's been for all these years, so it's nothing new. When I get back home, I load the pictures onto my computer to look at them, and there's orbs in my hair. And so this is the newest thing. It really makes me think about when all the talk about us becoming light I believe the process is becoming visible in my photography Mm -hmm. through my hair (laughs) and so I don't have any, I'm still going through and editing some of those pictures I will be putting up a slideshow onto my um, website which is um, www.pearlysky all lower case P-E-A-R-L-E-Y-S k y dot, WordPress, w o r d p r e s s dot com. I believe I've got my. There's a lot of written information there. There are. There is some ph- photography. I believe my videos on there. I've got one video up on YouTube, um, which also has. Um, it has some compiled photography as well as a couple of video clips because. When I turn the video component on in my camera, it videos them in motion and mm-hmm. they pulse in and out of the dimensions and each orb hmm, has a plethora of ability to pulse and they Pulse in and out of the dimensions. When they touch you, they pulse. And so I have lots of video, too. Um, I also have to say, making that particular video on YouTube, I don't know how to make a video. When I started this, I didn't even know how to unload the photography onto my computer. I was absolutely illiterate. And so when I do make a video, they're right here putting it together. And that's a, a process I've come... To trust it's really a stretch for me because I'm in this computer world making videos. I don't know what I'm doing, but the YouTube video is at wwwyoutube.com backslash um, My login name is Montana Night Sky and Montana is spelt with a capital M. It's all one word: Montana capital M night. N I G H T has a capital N, and then Sky has a capital S, and it's all into one word. But the videos posted there, um, it has a little bit of um, video at the end where, and that was taken up in Alaska, and a little bit of movement. There's one personality in particular that I have a feeling that all this, the orbular. Is really about the evolving of this one particular orb that has so many movements. is incredible. We call it the Whirla, and that there's two little video clips at the end of this Whirla. Um, one of the incredible, challenging things about this photography is the light is a living light. It is a consciousness, and it when you have a picture. Of it, it doesn't always remain on the picture. The pictures continue to develop even after they're printed, mm. um, and they fade in sometimes and they fade out. They have the mm, potential to do that. as I've been into the photography and for since two thousand and five, um, I'm understanding more how that works. I had a particular photo that began to fade out, and so I put the photo in the window it began to collect light again, and all the color came back. Which, five years later, that doesn't happen a lot anymore. But um, the last time I watched the video on YouTube, I noticed that some of the light is moving. And there's often times where one photo you You become familiar with it because you've seen it before. The next time you look at it it's totally different it's the same, but there's other orbs added to it or they've moved somewhere. There's also been other times where um, we had the projector on, and we in the early days we didn't realize that music was a big part of this, and we would listen to some music as we watched um, the the slide the videos that i had made and they would i I don't know how to describe this they move in accordance to the music they mm, sync themselves to the music that's happening so when you watch it one time it'll be one way and and when you watch it another time you'll notice differences Mm. i have we don't have
1: very much time left and i want to tell them uh that there is another place where you can go and see some of uh, Sky's writings and some uh, videos and it is http colon two forward slashes and then mountzion m-o-u-n-t-z-i-o-n 144.ning that's n-i-n-g dot com forward slash profile forward slash Sky Peterson and there's a lot of stuff here oh. I didn't know oh. that was there well, you ought to go check it out then. Yeah, <laughs> it, we're almost out of time, and I want to thank you so very much for. Um, somebody else has posted your stuff to a Ning. Is what's happened here? I want to thank you so very, very much for uh, being on the show today, and ev- remind everybody to Google yourself because Sky—that's how I found this on this Ning—was by googling your name. Wow. Which is always very educational to Google yes. yourself occasionally. That might be a
0: good idea. What people are saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so can you come back and talk to us some more sometime? I would love to. Okay. Well, I'll call you and we'll set something up.
0: And thank, thank you, you, Willis. Ed. Okay. It's been great fun.
1: Yeah. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye.